Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Investing Morning Show. Today is May 26th, 2022. If you're in the Edmonton area, looks like weather is going to be sunny and a nice high of 20 degrees Celsius. As you can tell, I don't normally do this. This is normally uh, Gabby's uh, little task that she does when the, the show starts. But uh, give Gabby the morning off. Um, she's just been feeling a little under the weather the last couple of days. So yeah, uh, a little extra sleep would help. Um, but we got a special guest coming on today. Um, uh, Manzur Sayed out of Ottawa. He's a real estate investor. He's going to be coming on here shortly when he shows up. I just kind of seen, just taking a peek here. If, if he's, if he's already here, if not, I mean, I got a couple of things we can talk about today. Um, but yeah, we're going to be talking about a couple of things. <clears throat> To be honest, I mean, Manzur and I, we we know each other so well that, you know, we could probably just talk for an hour just about anything. Or if you guys got any questions for Manzur, you know, definitely, um, definitely have them ready. And uh, we'll see where the, the, the conversation and discussion goes today. Um, Manzur was actually thinking about maybe talking about real estate conferences, um, whether they're worth it or not, when you should go, when you shouldn't. Um, I think that'd be a pretty cool topic. So if, if that's something you're interested in, then, then put it in the chat there uh, on the live app uh, if you are joining us live. Um, if you're curious, curious, excuse me, how to join us live, all you got to do is just download the Podbean app. Um, that is the platform that we use every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time to broadcast live. Uh, I, if, if, if I'm correct, we are the only live real estate investing podcast. Definitely the only live one that goes there live every morning. Um, so if you want to get in on that, if you want to get in on that community that, uh, uh, that joins every morning, then you just go to the Podbean app, look up the real estate investing morning show, subscribe and, uh, and, and join in at 6am. Um, I can just see the here that there's a ton of people already coming in, um, saying good morning. It's, it's one hell of a community that we got here. And, um, it's. It's a great opportunity for free coaching. That's that's one of the big main reasons why we did it was that um, to eliminate all of the DMs <laughs> that uh, Gabby and I typically get about you know questions about uh, how do I do this and how do I do that and where do I find this and where do I find that. Uh, we wanted to compile it all into one um, location so that everybody gets value from it. There's 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 no value in uh, you know sending someone a twenty minute you know long text conversation about, you know, an answer to a real estate investing question um, if nobody else can see it. So this is a way more effective and productive way to do it. And, um, and, and we love having conversations with you every morning. Um, God, this podcast is so hard to do by yourself. I don't even get a chance to take a sip of my coffee. Um, Manzur is here. So Manzur, I'm going to send you an invite. Um, Couple upcoming events coming up here. Um, uh, you know what? Let's just let Menzo get connected first. 
You are very quiet, sir. It's probably those AirPods. For some reason, hear everything. Is that better? It is better. How's it going, buddy? I'm bad, man. How you doing? How you doing? How's everyone else doing? Dude, I am I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You, uh, are, are you a morning person? <laughs> it, it, depends. it depends, you know. Uh, I have those phases. When I'm in routine, I'm a morning person. When I'm out of routine, very much a night owl. So where are you right now? What routine are you in? <laughs> We're out of routine right now, dude. Just out moving. Uh, it was pretty hard to wake up for this. I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know? But we're here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can just tell because I, I, I normally talk to you in uh, during the day and the evening. And I'm like, oh, he's got a little bit of a chippier voice during the day. And I could just tell that you've got that, <laughs> that morning drag going on right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, no coffee. Uh Dude, go make a coffee. Go make a coffee. My coffee machine's still back in Winnipeg. That's that's. I love I love that you got to Winnipeg and you didn't have a coffee machine for like ages, and you were like you had no vehicle, no coffee machine, and then you move back to Ottawa and you leave your coffee machine in your car there as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I gotta go make my way back there. The timing could have been better, you know. Uh, we we left Winnipeg as soon as my car arrived. <laughs> the torture that you were putting yourself through is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Uh, Cath- punishment. <laughs> Kathleen's in the chat here, and she says, "Do like Wayne and get it delivered." You can just get your coffees delivered, man. Starbucks. True. True. Right. Yeah. Um, I um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go through a couple upcoming events here, and then uh, we'll get we'll get right into it. Um, cool. So yesterday, uh, the the fix and flip bus tour officially sold out. So if you were um, waiting to get tickets, uh, snooze you lose. It's it's sold out. Um, so it's fully sold mm-hmm. out. We yeah. And so that's June fourth. Um, if you so are wanting, that? Uh, it is a it is a tour of four fix and flips in the Edmonton area. Um, you hop on the uh, yellow school bus at uh, 9 a.m. And we're going to take you to four different flips that we got going on. There's lunch at the second one. And then after the fourth one, we go back to the original pickup location, which is a picnic site. Um, and we got uh, Jack's Burger uh, catering, um, homemade like smash burgers and french fries um, at a picnic site. And we're all going to do networking there for another four hours after that. So it's a full day of networking, looking into fix and flips and answering questions. Gonna be lots of professionals there. It's gonna be pretty sick. Yeah, it sounds really cool. So in terms of the flips, are they all at various stages or these are like four houses that are already flipped? Yeah. So uh first one is 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 going to be uh first one's gonna be in demo and prep stage, second one's gonna be completed, third one's gonna be demo prep stage, and then uh and then the last one will be completed as well. So two that are done and two that are under construction. Okay, very cool. So you get to see very various cool. stages. Yeah, it's, it, and they're all different. 
different areas, different property types. So you kind of get to see um, when to do certain finishes and when to not to do certain finishes. One of the properties we're going to be putting a garage in for a certain reason. So you get to we'll have a discussion about why we're putting a garage on that particular property and not on another one. Um, so it's good. It's like every property is a little bit different. So you can kind of go through the analysis of why and what the budget is going to be and why the budget's a little more or a little less on this property compared to the other one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I mean, are you guys shooting content throughout the day? <laughs> if I have time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <clears throat> get a little uh, youth, give them a little camera, get them to follow you guys around. Yeah, you know what? That's actually a really great point. It's just we we crammed we crammed this flip tour in um, without a whole lot of time to prep. Um, we like I don't know if like well you follow us a little bit. I mean you know that it seems like every weekend we got something going on, um, whether True. it be some sort of real estate investing event or, or or training course or something like that. So it's like um, we we hold monthly meetups in the area, but it was like we were trying to figure out which fix and flip to, to hold the meetup at for June 4th. And we're like, I don't know. Like, do we want to do like a finished one? Do we want to do a new one? And we're like, why don't we do four? So it, like, mm. you know, did, did I, ha- do I have time to figure out how to find a videographer to shoot some content? Probably. Yeah, I probably do. You're right. Okay. <laughs> I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down now. Thank you for adding to this extremely long, to-do list that I already have. Do you know that I'm actually holding a three-day cabin retreat event this weekend too? Like I still need to get all the groceries oh, and all that planning damn. stuff. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow at noon. <laughs> well, don't worry. I'm not adding anything else to the list. As of hey, yet. Feel, dude, feel free to come on down to uh, Edmonton. I will uh, squeeze you in one of the uh, uh, the seats, um, uh, one of the bench seats, and you can take all the video content. What do you say? <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, maybe the next one, the next one. Dude, uh, well, on your way back, you can stop in Winnipeg and grab your car. Well, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Yeah, so that's, so that's all sold out. Um, and then this Friday, we've got Friday live training at, uh, seven, six, six, six PM mountain time. That's eight, uh, PM Eastern. Um, and we're going to be doing a one hour training PM. PM? Oh, true. Your trainings are at nighttime. Yes. True, yeah. True, true. Yeah. Yeah. That's my yeah. bad. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, that's going to be, we're going to be doing a training session on establishing your why. So figuring out how to figure out what the heck your why is. Everybody keeps talking about, you know, you got to, you got to begin with the end in mind. You got to know why you're doing it so you can stay true to it for, you know, the next 10 to 30 years. Well, uh, I get a lot of people who are like, well, I don't know what my why is. <laughs> All I know is that I want a lot of money. That's why. Well, it's not a good enough why. You need to have a really good, deep meaning behind it. You know what I mean? I, I find the people that like, <clears throat> I find the people that were like, that had like those horrible rock bottom moments or the people who are extremely passionate about some sort of a, a charity or um, a service or something like that. Those are the people that are like dedicated way more than anyone else because they've just got that true deep, deep meaning behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's like they say humans are motivated by two things, either reward or pain. So either your pain has to be high enough or like the reward you're chasing has to be high enough to actually motivate you to go do things. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
you know, I'm curious. I'm going to put it to the chat, actually. If you guys in the chat, if any of you guys know what your why is, um, put it in the chat there. I'm curious. I'll, I'll read it off. I, I, maybe I, maybe. Hmm. If you don't want me to say your name on live, then just put in brackets, don't say my name. <laughs> Won't everyone in the chat be able to see it, though? Uh, the people in the chat will, but I mean, it's limited to, to, to the 40 people that are on or whatever. So it's not a big deal. Okay, but, you know, to enough. the thousand who are going to download it later today, if you and, and the thousands and, th and millions that are going to download it <laughs> um, in the future and you don't want your name on it, then just let me know. Valid. That's valid. Um, Do you know what your why is? Uh, yeah. Um, it's it. Okay, obviously it's my family, um, you know, making sure that my family is taken care of. But the other one is um, I am a certain type of person. <clears throat> um, I'm obsessed with growth. And that's not a bad thing. It's it's my ego, which my ego is my superpower. Um, but I'm obsessed with growth. I'm obsessed with becoming the best version of myself. Um, I, I can, I reach every single goal and then it's never enough. I got to get to the next one. And that's not a bad thing. A lot of people, they, they see that as a bad thing where like, you know, just, you'll, you know, you, you never have a target. So you're always going to be continuously unhappy and unfulfilled. I am extremely unfulfilled and grateful. I also practice a, a ridiculous amount of gratitude. Um, I got mm. great perspective. So for me, it's just about becoming the best version of myself. Um, but I've also defined what is satisfactory in regards to an income or a lifestyle for my family and I, um, so I am, happy. yeah, I am totally happy where we are right now. I could be totally happy with $5,000 a month. That's it. Mm. You know what I mean? But like if my mm. businesses are doing really well and it's safe enough to, to pay us out 10,000, 20,000 a month, then I'm totally cool with that too. But the baseline is like five grand, $5,500 a month, you know, for, mm. And I'm so totally cool with you that. this. Then where does the motivation to go and get to the 10, 20, et cetera, come from? If you're cool with just the five. It has nothing. It's not attached to money at all. It's attached to me mm -hmm. becoming the best version. It's attached to me building that business. So like anytime that there's like, anytime someone says you can't do it, like I'm obsessed with accomplishing it. You know, all this, all this around the whole flipping thing, this whole flipping mm -hmm. thing. Like 70% of it is my ego because somebody said in Edmonton, it doesn't work for flipping. Multiple people have said you can't flip in Edmonton. I'm like, fuck that shit. I'll show you. Mm. And now I'm, and now I'm also inspiring others to, to go mm. and do it themselves. So I've given not only like, I've not only proved everyone wrong, I'm also inspiring others to go and build something and actually take control of their life. Because I knew this is like flipping would be like the best way to build some passive active income mm -hmm. in order to leave your job. But everybody said it was a bad idea. So everybody goes into long-term buy and hold, but there's not enough cash flow in long-term buy and hold. So nobody ever leaves their job. And I'm like, that's just fucking dumb. So True. I had to go and prove it. And here we are. And here we are. And like, at the same time, my ego is driving it, but I also am obsessed with like helping others. You know what I mean? Helping, mm -hmm. giving people like on the morning show, giving people, the, the tools and the resources and the confidence and assurance to know that things can be done. Cause I am, I am almost like a shepherd. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a groundbreaker. You know what I mean? To show people a leader, to show people that can be done. And then 
I love help seeing other people achieve their goals afterwards. So that's what drives me. That's my why is, is, is my ridiculous ego. Um, and also helping others. <clears throat> right on, right on. What about yourself? Yes, yeah. Have you got it nailed down? I mean, so the re- that's the reason why I asked. I feel like my why is always changing. Um, certain t- years or certain months, it'll be just to kind of like what you're saying, ego, just like shit on people. Be like, yeah, this is totally possible. Like you can do this. <laughs> Uh, and then other times it's more so, well, how can I change the world? How can I leave behind, um, mm-hmm. some kind of change the history books in some sort of way, you know? Uh, so it's, it goes back and forth between the two. Yeah. I think it really just it, depends on my mood. <laughs> right on. <laughs> I, and it's always a moving target, right? It's always a moving target because as you as you grow, um, you change as well. Like you're you're you don't change at the core. Like your values will always be the same, but you know as you become a you know you grow more. You might have limiting beliefs in the beginning, right? You might have limiting beliefs as to what's possible. Maybe maybe my you know mm. my realistic income for the year was a hundred thousand dollars with my real estate portfolio, and then you know, I open up a new branch or a new arm and it's like, now it's like 1.3. Like, well, now I've got a lot of excess funds that I can, I can contribute to different causes that I'm really passionate about. Or I can open up another branch of the business now that I have more liquid capital in order because before I didn't. So um, once your resources kind of grow, the opportunities kind of increase and now I can do more. Mm. So you know, if I have the ability and resources to do more in time, then absolutely, I'm going to do more stuff and more things are going to become more important. Whereas, the, you know, maybe I had limited beliefs earlier because I didn't have the resources to do it. Or you just didn't even know it existed. <clears throat> exactly. Like I, I got, um, I got a few uh, coaching clients that like, for some reason, uh, well, I have a few coaching clients that are not from originally from Canada, you know, their families okay. are from different countries. And I'm, I'm talking like all over. And I feel that the people that that immigrated to Canada are the most um, passionate about giving back to where they came from, right? Mm. It's, you know, whether it be scholarships, whether it be building schools, whether it be like, I get so many different examples like that. Um, And, you know, when you're getting started off as like, I don't know, buying duplexes or, you know, doing wholesale deals, like you're not, you're not, you're not filthy rich. Right. Not, not anytime soon, at least not for another 20 or 25 years. Um, so those are things that are really important to you, but maybe, you know, you don't have the resources for it quite yet, but if something changes and like the real estate market booms and you sell everything and now you've got three or four mil, you know what I mean? Now you're, now you're playing at a different league. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're playing, you're playing with the big boys now and you like, it's almost like you graduate. Plus, if you're like dealing with, let's say, like a third world country and one dollar is like a hundred rupees, you could do a lot more good in these places that you could have not done before, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I'm afraid of, man? I am afraid that we've talked about this too much now that I have nothing to go over on Friday training. (laughs) 
<laughs> I bet you I, I, it looks like Gabby joined in. Oh, Gabby's even in the chat. So Gabby's okay. She's probably lying in bed drinking coffee and just enjoying herself because she doesn't have to talk. Um, but Gabby's in the chat here and uh, I bet you she's just like shaking her head like Wayne. We're going to have nothing to talk about. But <laughs> well, we can segue. Uh, I got a topic for today. Real okay, estate conferences and real estate events. Is it worth it to attend? And should people be attending? Especially now Ooh. that like this whole COVID thing is kind of like over. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that or not, but I've said it now. So we'll just move on. Um, <laughs> now that things are like opening up again and people are like hosting in-person networking. What's your whole take on this? Is it worthwhile to go and attend these events? And like, you want to give two different perspectives. Let's say the perspective of somebody who's just like a rookie starting out looking for right information. And then somebody who's been doing it for like, let's say 10 years. Are, are you adding in a third perspective of, is it politically correct to, or, or like, is it, is it, is it a good idea from a response, like a response, like, res, is it responsible to go to large gathering events? Is that what you're adding in there as well? Oh, no, I don't care about that. Okay. But we okay, can talk cool. about that if you want. <laughs> no, no, definitely not on the show. Definitely not on the show. Um, so, uh, I, I am, I am extremely transparent. I don't, I don't, I, I try and be as I am, I'm as authentic as possible. Like, I don't think there's any possible way that I could be, um, unauthentic because, uh, it's 6am where I am. And I just rolled out of bed like 20 to 30 minutes ago. So there's no, and I, and I'm still finished my first coffee. There's no way there's no filters developed at this, this mm -hmm. hour. So I say that because, um, personally, uh, where I'm at right now, I don't go to many conferences. Um, mm. and that's just like, it's just not the best use of my time. Um, however, with that being said, I, I will, I will, I will, I will say that, um, it really depends on you, but if you're an experienced investor, I think that there is always value, um, because it's just, it's always about building networks. I think it's less as you become more and more experienced and more and more, um, uh, knowledgeable, mm. the, the content at the, at the conferences get less and less valuable to you because you've heard it a million times before. You know what I mean? Like there's not much stuff that someone's going to say on stage that is going to be like groundbreaking. That's going to like change your, you know, your mind. Maybe, maybe someone Sometimes. is a really good speaker. Sometimes you get a, you know, someone says something a certain way and it just like clicks for you and it inspires you or motivates you. I can understand that. Um, I guess it depends on what kind of conferences you're going to and whether they're, you know, um, you know, it, yeah, it, it depends on, on the value of the conference as well, right? I mean, to be fair, pretty much uh, your answer is what I was getting at. I feel the same way, to be honest. Um most of these conferences, I feel like you'll get maybe one or two nuggets of info, but like the whole time, like the beginning of the speech will be kind of good. But then once they know people are listening, they transition and it becomes like a little pitch fest. It's uh, absolutely, and, uh, you know, like upsell into this coaching package or upsell into this course or some other product or something. So yeah, I think that really bothers me, especially like first, like, well, now that I'm like experienced and I've gone to a bunch of these kind of events, you kind of like know what you're getting into, right? Mm -hmm. um, the networking, yeah, I agree. Generally, like 
that's why you want to be going to these kind of conferences, not really getting the info. Like you can get all the info online now, right? Google, YouTube, free trainings, etc. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. So I'm I'm in agreement in that sense. I feel like a lot of the info is just kind of rinse and repeat cookie cutter shit. So if you're just going for the info, I think you're probably better off not going. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but that's kind of what I wanted to ask because I know a lot of people just kind of swear by conferences and like in-person meetups or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a big difference between in-person meetups, I think, and and conferences. The conferences are more, you know, like you said, um, structured around the speaker, the motivation, and then the pitch or the back of the room nonsense. Um, you know, uh, run to the back of the room and, and you're, you banged it, uh, the nail right on, on the head there, um, about like the actual content in their presentation, their 20 minute presentation is pretty much exactly what you're going to find from their free ebook that they're, that they're trying to give you as well. Right. Um, or their, or their free bestseller on Amazon. Um, yeah. that, <laughs> you know, so like it's, it's always like just enough to get you excited about it but not enough to actually take action. And then it gets you so excited and motivated about it. And then it's like, damn, I want to do that. But how do I do it? Oh, wow. That's the only person that I know that's, that knows how to do that. I should probably pay them to tell me it, which, mm. which is, you know, it's, <laughs> they got you. I mean, in some cases, that's what it takes though. Right. Like a lot of the sales. times you got to pay to play and like, it's a lot faster to just pay somebody for the info than spend like two years going through Google and like compiling your own research, you know? 100%. I, I'm a total agreement with that. If that's what you want to do and you have, you've, you've established your why, right? You've determined what you need for your lifestyle and you've now, now you're working on developing the strategy or the business model that is going to provide you the passive income in order to live that lifestyle. And that particular strategy that that person explained on stage is the strategy that you want to implement for your business. Then it doesn't matter what it costs. Spend it. Mm. Cause you need that. Like, why would you wait like six months to 12 months trying to find it online for free when you're never going to find it? I promise you, you're never going to find all the information. Um, and even if you did, why would you spend 12 months like Googling your ass off when you can get the answer in a few weeks or a month? and then be moving you're you're you're, you're 11 months ahead of everybody else i think it's because people put more value on money than their own time which is sad that's just sad right. i think there's a major mindset shift though right people don't aren't generally like aware <laughs> that like their time is worth more than money mm-hmm. it's i find that when people get money then they realize it <laughs> Mm-hmm. that you know what i mean once once you once you get to that first that first stage or that first stop um you know on the journey of like now you got some cash flow or like now you've left your job and and you're you know you're running your business you're going to start being like oh crap like someone calls you or texts you and you're like i do not have the fucking time to even think about that text or that email right now that's when that's when you reach that point then you really start valuing your time more and suddenly you're like you know what my time's worth a thousand bucks an hour because mm. if I if I answer this text right now, or if I even think about that text right now, it's going to set me off course with everything else I'm working on today. Mm, yeah. Well, I mean, so that's the thing. Like, so mm. like you guys are offering a lot of like free coaching and value by doing just this show, right? Because yeah. like I get hit up all the time on Instagram, like, oh hey dude, like can I pick your brain about this? Or like, 
hey, I know everybody needs to eat. Can I take you out for food? And I'm just like, <laughs> well, no. Like, cool, I get it. You want to learn. But, like, I have other shit to do. Like, I'm not just going to drop everything I'm doing and, like, now teach you, like, a crash course on real estate. Like, I don't even know you. Yeah. But, man, so, sir, what, what if it was tacos? <laughs> uh, dude. Freaking, I had a really bad experience with tacos yesterday. I was super let down because <laughs> I always see you post these freaking pictures and it's always the one of you biting into the taco and you always look so impressed with it and like you're thoroughly enjoying it. And I'm like, frick, okay, I gotta get a taco today. And you pulled beef taco, not the vibe. Not the vibe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I know you don't. You probably don't eat pork. So, like, and, no. and, and like, and honestly, man, like, it's 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 just personally. Uh, I mean, pork is where. It, yeah, okay, whatever. But chicken, you can get chicken and 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 um, what about like shrimp tacos, man? Those are really good too. I, I'm I'm down with fish tacos and shrimp tacos. I just yeah. don't know why. Like, I thought this pulled beef like taco was gonna be the bomb, but bomb.com. Mm. It was not the bomb.com. Would you get it from like Mucho, Mucho Burrito, or Taco Bell? No, it's uh, something called like John <laughs> Juan Burrito. Okay, I mean it sounds pretty authentic. Well, it's like a halal burrito spot, so like as authentic as that could be. <laughs> halal Mexican <laughs> restaurant yeah, exactly. seems a little okay. It sounds a little yeah conflicting, but okay. It is what it is. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, you're kind of you're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place here. Okay, I, I get yeah, it. Exactly. Okay. You know. Yeah, you got to be careful. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> uh, what were we, what were you we talking about? Like, oh, uh, yeah, people trying to like slide into your DMs and trying to get uh, hours and hours and hours of free information from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, like valid valid attempt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, the. Like- the person who offered to like take me out for lunch slash dinner, I mean like solid attempt, but like at the same time, like I feel in that scenario, like you're better off adding some kind of value first before asking for mm-hmm. something. Cause like I don't even know who you are. And like chances are your message is gonna end up in the request section. So I'm not gonna see that until like somebody tells me like you'll go check like your messages. Mm-hmm. You know? I uh yeah, I hear you, man. I, you know, and you know what, to be honest, um, here's a hot tip. If you're trying to do that, if, if you're listening and you're like, I've been trying to get like to pick someone's brain for a while now, I don't have a whole heck of a lot of money. I can't afford their 20 or $30,000 coaching program, but I like, I really want to get information from them. Um, I get it. Like that's, that's probably, you know, like I said, a valid attempt, but I think what you're going to find is that, um, the people who say no are the ones you really want answers from. The people who say yes, who will meet with you, are typically the ones that don't have all the answers. They're not the most valuable. So maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you gotta, um, maybe you gotta go through, you know, the lesser value. <laughs> I don't even know how to put this into words. Yeah, <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I'm trying you to say. Kiss a few frogs before you find your princess. <laughs> I, I still think that's more effective than trying to Google something or watch YouTube videos. Um, I mean, agreed. But I think in that case, you're better off like actually having like a question or like something in mind that you're actually looking for info for. I think if you're just going and like harassing everybody who's like in the space being like, oh, yo, can you teach me? But like you don't have any like concrete thing that you're looking for. 
you're just wasting everybody's time and like chances are you're gonna piss people off you'll be added to like the blacklist in the community and yeah. when your name comes up we all know to avoid you you know yeah 100 percent, man 100 percent. I, I i try and i try and be as understanding as possible when i get messages because i remember what it was like i i definitely remember how it felt um because when i when i started like facebook groups weren't even there wasn't any facebook groups um dude that's the thing i feel like people have it so much easier now like even oh 10 years God. ago when like i was looking for info like i would come across like wholesaling and then there'd be like no information anywhere about wholesaling there'd be like one blurb you'd have to like reread it 50 times to make some sense of it yeah absolutely you know? uh um, yeah people, i mean like people are- <laughs> Spoiled. Yeah, like your 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 content for wholesaling was like, you know, uh find a property, put it under contract and and sell it to another investor. Wholesaling is great. Like that's your content. Like, oh wow, that sounds amazing. How do I do that? And then you go and right. buy some $40 course off Udemy or something like that. Um, which doesn't give you anything good because it's from the States and you're like, oh God, this is terrible. And then it's like, you know, you got your your $40 course or you got your $30,000 course. And there was nothing in between except for podcasts. So I just consumed podcasts like crazy. And even then I didn't get enough information. I just got a whole lot of hip, hip, hooray stories and like inspirational stuff about how someone made $200,000 because um, they added like, you know, on this million dollar property, they added some like car elevator in it and a secret passage. I'm like, Oh God, I want to do like car elevators and secret passages in my flips. That actually is a true story. There's a true story of a podcast that I listened to. I think it was on Erwin, Erwin Zetos or Zito's uh, podcast okay. years ago about how this person did like this million dollar flip or whatever. And they threw in like a, a like one of those car elevators and like some yeah, other. That's pretty crazy. But like, that's what I thought. That's all I had. But you're right. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, the people are extremely spoiled now because like it's now we're in the age of free information. And, you know, mm-hmm. Gary V has been pumping it out for years and just like give it all away for free and then it'll come back to you. Um, mm-hmm. So people just give it all away for free now. And we've learned, you know, the the, the study is back. OK, the case study's back. Um, we've learned that even with all of the information in the world, you still won't fucking do it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, dude. I remember one time. Um, but there was like uh, there was an event going on, and like uh, after the fact, I was talking with Stefan and I asked him, like, "Dude, how come you giving away all this information for free? It's like, isn't this what you charge people in coaching?" And he was like, "It doesn't matter, dude. I can tell people all of my secrets, and I guarantee you, maybe one percent of this room will go and act on it. People yeah. know everything what they need to do." It's not that they're lacking the information, it's they're lacking the action. People don't yeah. want to go out and execute. 100%. I say that every goddamn morning. Every goddamn morning, I will literally answer anything you need in order to take action today. Anything for free. The downloads are like, they're like the downloads of the podcast, man, are like, are growing like ridiculously. We're up to, like I said, a thousand downloads a day. It used to be 600, like, like about crazy. a month ago. It was like 600 a month. Uh, sorry, a Who day. Are all these weirdos downloading your podcast. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know what? It, it, it's really cool, but at the same time, um, I'm. You would assume that with the increase in downloads and and listens, that I would get an increase in messages from people, like relative to the amount of increase in downloads, I would mm-hmm. get a relative amount of DMs saying, "Hey, man, you changed my life." 
which mm-hmm. I still do. I get I get lots of messages like that. Or like, hey, that podcast made me, you know, rethink everything. And I'm doing this today. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, that's amazing. But I mm-hmm. but the but the ratio has not matched at all. And still, I'm still getting because people don't want to take action. They're too afraid of what people are going to think. Mm. You think it also has to do with the fact that you guys are doing this at like five in the morning? (laughs) Okay. So, so British Columbia can say that. Okay. British Columbia can say that. I totally understand. If someone DMs me and and says, you know, Hey, how do I get the answer to this question? And I say, go on the podcast. And they're like, dude, I'm in Victoria. I'd be like, you know what? I'm sorry. You're just shit out of luck. Um, you're just never going to succeed. <laughs> you might as well go straight to my mentorship program because unfortunately I cannot help you unless you want to get up at five. Um, so that's why we see a lot, a whole lot of unsuccessful people in British Columbia. <laughs> I kid, though. I kid, I kid. All those West Coasters <laughs> while gagging. Like, what do you want from me? You want me to do it in the middle of the day? I'll do it in the middle of the day. I totally would, but nobody would listen because they're all at work. Mm, but, you know, solid. in... The evenings is when my kid is home. Like I need to spend a f- couple hours with my kid. And that's when my mm-hmm. coaching calls are because that's when people are off work. They want to book coaching calls afterwards. And that's when mm-hmm. our mentorship um, program is, uh, you know, that it's in the evening. So um, there's only so many hours in the day. Trust me, if, if they're, man, oh man, like, you know, what I should do, I should pull a Gary V and just get like a video crew just to follow me all day. And I'll just talk all day. Yeah, I mean, why not? It's a good way to go about making content. Uh, it True. seems like a fun thing to do. I tell you, I've done it a couple times. It's yeah. fun the first time. It's super not fun the next few times. <laughs> it just seems, it feels like a job, you know? And like, you just got this fucking person following you everywhere. It's it's super annoying. Um, I mean, unless you like being on camera, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. But even even if I did, man, people still wouldn't take action. Oh, facts, hundred percent. So, 100%. so I I I try and I try and um, I I, I try and well, yeah, yeah, I, I I do I do my best. Um, but I I try and focus on the root uh, problem as opposed to the symptoms. You know what I mean? If you're just listening to like, oh, you know, I've just been. I just, I'm stuck in analysis paralysis. That's, that's a symptom. That's bullshit. Uh, you know what I mean? That's just something that you heard at some fucking conference that you, you know, it's just been your excuse ever, you know, ever since, um, you know, my, my, my dad, um, I can't do it because I have this job or, you know what I mean? That's just, that's, that's bullshit. I try and go right to the root source. And that's what I, I spend most of the morning shows on is trying to figure out What's the real thing that's that's got you not taking action? And it's normally some dumb thing that someone said to you when you were in the third grade. You know what I mean? Yeah, Where you you got a new, yeah, you got your haircut um, short, and and everybody said that it looked you look like a boy. I'm 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 saying I'm saying this for the women today. Um, you know what I mean? You got you got a short haircut because uh, Demi Moore had a short haircut, and you thought you know that she's beautiful, so I'll do it. And then all the boys said, you look like a boy and it fucked with you for the rest of your life. Now you have zero confidence. It's like, like I'm, I, I try and I use an outrageous, um, random thing like that because that's normally it. Something dumb and random that happened to you when you were a kid. You know what I mean? You thought yeah, you had this. I know a lot of people who fall into this category. Yeah. 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 I mean, 
Yeah. This is a story for another day. Yeah. <laughs> it's it this that's it right there. And and that that will shape you. That will shape your, you know, because most of most most of our days are on autopilot, right? We don't we don't think about decisions. We don't have many conscious decisions. They're all just on autopilot. But you know, you get up and you use the same toothpaste and the same toothbrush and and the second that um, you know, you use a different um you switch to honey instead of sugar in your coffee and it's like you're thrown off because it's it's not the same. I need balance, I need repetitiveness, right? So we're 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 we we create a routine. Creatures, creatures of comfort. Uh, creatures of comfort, exactly. You know, we need our comfort, we need our routine. And um, and that's all built off of things that happened to us 20 or 30 years ago mm-hmm. uh, when we were in our most impressionable, malleable, um, you know, years of six to 10. That's mm-hmm. it. And how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you, uh, how do you rewrite that? Right. How do you, how do you change that? Mm-hmm. I mean, so I was listening to this podcast. I'm trying to remember who it was, uh, but essentially, like the whole point that he was trying to make was people who are highly successful don't have routines because of exactly this. It's like if you get knocked out of your routine, now you're not productive. So you're telling me that, like, if you don't wake up every day at five a.m. and have your one cup of coffee, that means you're not going to be able to perform for that whole day. Or now, if you're just somewhere without coffee, are you just not going to be able to work for that month or year or however long? Um, so it's kind of like counterintuitive because I know a lot of people are like preaching like, oh, you have to have like a set routine uh, and follow your routine to get success. Uh, and I feel like that's the case for most people. But then on the other end, you have this dude who's just out here. And it's like and what he's saying also makes sense, you know? It's an interesting perspective. I mm-hmm. and and I and normally I would argue that right away, but because that's the opposite of how I feel. But at the same time, I can I can see that I can understand that perspective um, because pff, I get it like immediately. Like if um, if Gabby tries to get me to do a juice cleanse today, and I instantly wake up and I go and I reach for the the Nespresso, and she's like, no coffee when you're doing a cleanse. I'm like, fuck this day. These next three days are not going to be good. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be at my best, right? Mm-hmm. So no, I get it, dude. That's like, so I quit vaping. Uh, and it's been like a while now. But like, that was literally my routine. Like, I would be doing shit and just have my vape in my hand. Uh, and then like, I cut that out. And I, I noticed like, I would just get so angry for no reason. Like somebody would say something to me. and be like, oh, I can't talk to you now. And I just hang up the phone. Oh jeez. Oh we um, passed that, you know? Yeah. I uh I saw a messenger from Kirsten uh in the chat. She says I was raised to be shy. When someone would knock on our door, my mom would get us to hide so no one would know we were home. Mm. She put a laughing face, so it's not incredibly sad. Um <laughs> I think the laughing face just sets the tone of that message. Um, <laughs> um and Gabby, my my wife, uh, says I do that now, Kirsten, and it wasn't taught. <laughs> I think that's just what we do now. Like when someone knocks at the door, ever since the pandemic, we're just like, uh, what do they want? Want to hide? Get cover? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was I was thinking about it as you know what we were saying a minute ago about um, 
how do we change that? And how do we change, you know, how we, how, how our story was written, how our, you know, how, how we were designed, um, you know, our, how our routines were designed. And I think that the best way is through contact and it kind of all circles back to what we were talking about at the beginning was that, you know, going to networking events and going to conferences. And though I am not a huge fan of them, uh, personally for me, for me, I'm saying for me, because I don't get the value anymore. But like, if you are new into this game and you're surrounded by people that, that are like that, you know what I mean? That live for the weekend, mm -hmm. that, you know what I mean? You need to immerse yourself. That's a great word. Thank you. You need to immerse yourself into a community or a network of people who think like you think. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's, and, and just chemically, you know, you're, you're going to start rewiring yourself because, you know, they, they talk about auditing your circle and you're the average of the five, you know, closest friends or whatever. So you need to change that circle so that you can immerse yourself into a new group. And, and eventually just like, just like back in high school, you know, when you were, uh, um, when you were so impressionable and you didn't have any friends in the first day of grade nine or wherever you're, whenever high school started for you and you show up and instantly you're just looking for a friend, someone to like to latch onto and you latch onto, um, you know, a group that's, you know, and they say, come on over here. We're going to go hang out over by the tree and they go hang over by the tree and everybody lights up a cigarette and you're like, eh, I guess I'm a smoker now. <laughs> Next My friend smoke. I guess. Cars. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So that's a, that's <laughs> okay. So that's, a, that is a valid point <laughs> because typically, okay. But you can't assume that every cigarette smoker, um, turned to a life of crime. <laughs> Fair. I was just, however, I do remember there. high school, the smokers being the type of, <laughs> Typically, the, the 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 people who went that direction typically were the rule breakers. Okay, I'm gonna get in trouble. Right, um, vibes. <laughs> it was that era. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, wow, that uh, that escalated. <laughs> the the point that I was making was that typically, you know, what I mean, like that 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 defines you like literally on the first day of high school mm -hmm. or on the first day of a new school, like instantly you're looking to latch onto someone. You want to be a part of something. You don't want to be alone and you find someone and you find a group. And then that group defines, you now. this, this mm -hmm. as a parent, dude, when you have kids, you'll realize like that shit scares the fuck out of me right now. Cause like, I'm so worried about like who my daughter becomes friends with on the first day, because that will define her. That group mm -hmm. will define her. If they're all like crazy into math, then she's going to probably solve some, she's going to like, she's going to be some amazing, you know, scientist. Um, if exactly, if, if my daughter in grade one, you know, goes into a group and they all go behind the school and start smoking, well, I guess my daughter's going to be stealing cars. You know what I mean? Well, hopefully not. Hopefully not. She's got some good role models in her life, but yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, dude. Life of crime starts pretty young when you get smoking cigarettes a great one. <laughs> she, she shaves her head, starts talking about family, um, <laughs> changes her name to Dominic. It's just like it's it's 
it's just it's hard being a parent buddy it's hard being a parent just seeing all this imagine dude especially in this new world where everyone has access to everything especially in their phones and everyone's like super desensitized to everything yeah yeah you know crazy times for sure but also good times to be in real estate because then you can keep an eye on your kid (laughs) are you is this when you make your pitch about your new program No, no, you no, really no. just segued that in like perfectly. It's also a great time to be in uh, in in real estate. And if you joined, if, if you're interested in becoming a real estate investor, I got my my free ebook that you can download. Oh man, no, I'm taking a step back from all the coaching and this kind of stuff for the time being. Yeah, um, a couple of people have asked me to put out a book or a course. Um, I don't know. Now that I've like taken a step back from Blackheart, maybe potentially mm-hmm. uh i'll put out an ebook or a course but at the same time i kind of just want to go and hide under a rock for a little bit you know wow just kind of chill out and not be teaching people about real estate i feel like i should ask but at the same time i'm not sure if i should oh i mean it is what it is it's been like two and a half years of just being in this space yeah uh, and it's been cool i've had a lot of uh students kick some butt um but it's just it takes a lot of time and there's only so much bandwidth you have as a person right so like oh yeah. there's only so many things i can focus on at one time uh and this has been something i focused on for a few years now i'm just gonna kind of put it to the back burner um mm-hmm. not to say that i won't come back to it at some point um when i'm older but it's just there's other projects now that I kind of want to focus on a bit more. So are you going to go to like Tibet and find yourself or what's going on? Uh, no, no, nothing that crazy. I'm not <laughs> becoming a Buddhist monk and just <laughs> giving away all my worldly possessions. You know, you'll, you'll still catch me in the Apex Legends, <laughs> grinding it out from time to time. Um, but no, it's just um, it comes back to this whole idea of taking action. Uh, yeah. There's a few things that I want to accomplish, uh, or at least start before I hit 30. Uh, and I, I'm getting pretty close to that that marker, you know, only a couple months to go. Yeah. Only so a couple months? Just, yeah, August, August, bro. Getting what the fuck are you doing hiding under a rock? Um, yeah. You got no time. Huh? You got no time. Oh, I know, dude. I know. That's why I'm like realigning. That's kind of why I was asking you about your why. And this kind of stuff too, you know, I'm, I'm in a transitional period right now. One word, man. Like my boy Dominic says, family. <laughs> I thought you were going to say move to Edmonton. No, that's three words. Um, <laughs> it's all about family, man. Family's everything. Uh, true. In all seriousness. True. Shit. Mm. That's... Yeah. But, you, you know, uh, we... we you are slightly younger, so I can say this, but like, you know, you've done an amazing job, you know, building up a brand and a business, you know, before you've had a family and kids and stuff like that. So, you know, a lot of people admire that. It, it, most of the people that I that I coach and mentor are in their mid 30s and they've got a couple kids. Because mm-hmm. it's normally at that particular point when someone has a kid or, you know, they've had, you know, they have a young kid that that's when they realize, oh, shoot, like I should have done more in my 20s. You hear that all the time, 
all the time. Should have done more in my 20s. Should have done. It would have been so much easier if I built this before I had kids. And, and that's not to say like you have any regrets for having kids, but it's just, it's easier, easier. without kids. Yeah. Mm. Like, oh, yeah, I the, believe it, dude. Commitments, man. The commitments, like you, you, you got to put food on the table. So you mm-hmm. can't, you can't go live on a bench or on a, on somebody's, you know, sofa, you know, for six months to, to build up your business. That's not, mm-hmm. you don't get to do that. You can't live off of hot dogs and ramen noodles. Um, when you've got a family, you know what I mean? There's yeah, expectations depending on you. So you go to work every day mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's, so it's to, it's significantly easier to build an entrepreneur lifestyle or a business when, when it's just you as opposed to with a family, but it can be done with a family. It just takes longer and there's more excuses, which, you know, takes us back to taking so, action. I think it goes both ways though. Right. Cause like, this is one of the things like, uh, Stephen used to talk about quite a bit was like the people, like his students who were married and had kids ended up doing better than people who were single. And it was mm-hmm. literally for this reason, because they have somebody keeping them accountable. Like they're not able to just fucking uh, like around all day. Cause like, they're going to go home and their wife's going to be like, well, what'd you do all day? Uh, yeah. And who's going to feed the kid? The kid needs diapers. The kid needs food. Uh, and like, you're constantly being like kicked in the ass to go do shit. Right. True. Uh, so I think it goes both ways. I think it just depends on the person. True. That's that's uh, it's an extremely powerful motivator. Um, mm-hmm. I can say that for certain. Um, I have days though where I feel like the absolute worst fucking parent in the world. Though, I have a lot mm-hmm. of them. I have a lot of them. You know what happens? I watch some. I'll be like, I'll be in my vehicle, like just like waiting for a response from someone, or like, um, you know, waiting for a call that's starting in five minutes, and then like I'll watch some Facebook video of like. Um, you know, a dad playing with his daughter or like, you know, a kid getting, getting injured in a car accident or something like that. And suddenly I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? That, that that's, that's how delicate I am. <laughs> like where I can kind of suppress it most days, you know what I mean? But then some little dumb video or like I see a dad walking his daughter and I'm like, oh man, what the fuck am I doing? Do I really need to be taking this call right now? This free fucking coaching call that I gave away. I'm like, this has zero value to me right now. I could be spending an hour with my kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so That's like, kind of I, where I yeah. got to, dude. Where like I was spending so much time on the phone chatting with people and like giving like information, and then like I had to just take a step back and be like, "Wait, why am I doing this? Like, what am I gaining out of this?" Uh, I just kind of put it on pause for a bit, you know. Yeah. Well, what's what most I mean? important to you, right? Like we're talking mm-hmm. about our why. Like, what's most important to you? It doesn't mean like your why isn't just isn't just defining what it is that you want in the future. You know, I want a fast cars and Island and, and bitches on a boat. Like, I'm, sorry. I know that I just divided, I just divided the room. Um, but there's a lot of people that, that that's, you know, Grant Cardone, fast cash and money and stuff like that. So there's mm. a lot of people. They're like, that's what I want. That's I want a Dan Bilzerian life. Um, mm. But Gabby's not here. I can speak freely. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> You know, the worst part is I started talking about Gabby and I completely lost my train of thought. I don't even remember what I was saying. That's even more embarrassing. It's fine. She just said that she's here. (laughs) I completely lost my train of thought of where I was going there. Oh, God. What was I talking about 10 seconds ago? 
but fast cash, five people want that, that lifestyle. Um, it's a motivator. Uh, you'd rather is... hang out with your little kid than be out grinding. Oh, I remember. It's not, sorry. It's not about the end goal. Is what I was getting at. God, that's embarrassing. That is really embarrassing. It's not about the end goal of like the boats and hose and the island and the fast cars and stuff like that. You also have to think about like what it is that you want right now. Right. So what are your core values? Like it, it's, it's, mm. it's not the kill. It's the thrill of the chase as well. Right. So like you need to also make sure that the journey that you are creating, the path that you are creating to your, you know, to your why or to your end goal also needs to include the things that are most important to you. And that is your family. You know what I mean? Mm. That's love and connection. That's growth. That's spontaneity, that's certainty, that's contribution, right? All these things that are important to everyone, that everyone needs in order to be fulfilled. You need to make sure that you are checking those boxes every single day. You know what I mean? You can have, you know, you could be on your way to, to, to live in that damn Bilzerian life, but at the same time, like you have no one around you because it's just you. Well, you're not going to feel fulfilled because you don't have anyone to love and hold you in the evenings. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so you, you you go on this twenty year journey for this 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 perfect life in your eyes um, to find out that you just missed your you know your your kid's oh, upbringing. Life. You know what I mean? Dude. That's what scares me. It's like legit. Like my daughter's changing right now. She's you know she's becoming more independent and she doesn't want dad to walk her to the door at school anymore. And I'm like, what the fuck did I just do for the last three years? Mm. You know what I mean? Like I I literally I fucked it up. Yeah, I reached success. Yeah, like I've got you know, a lot of things I can be proud about, but I also just wasted those three years. I could have spent more time with my kid. And mm. that's what like, I, I see those stupid fucking videos. And I think to myself, like, man, you are the worst fucking parent in the world. I'm turning into one of those dads, like on TV that was always in his office. And then like the spoiled little rich kid would come in and be like, dad, can I show you a picture? And he's like, not right now. That's what I feel mm. like. I feel like that dick dad on TV. Interesting. Do you think your kid would corroborate that if we asked her? Uh, I think that she would probably. She's she's an innocent kid, but I, I'm sure that she'll talk about it to her. Like, she'll bring it up in therapy in about 15 years, for sure. Huh. Daddy was never Oops. around. Daddy was always at meetings. Daddy always has coaching calls. He would rather always spend playing time. playing Apex. Yeah, that too. Uh, <laughs> easy, easy. Touchy subject. <laughs> Uh, all daddy cared about was video games and helping other people, but he never helped me with my homework. That ball, like I, I mm. valid, valid point. I, it, it's, uh, I think about that stuff all the time. And then sometimes that's, that's just me and my, in my, um, my gift of perspective. I constantly mm. look back and, 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 and I see what's going on. I'm always looking at it from a different lens and I'm like, how can I do things differently? And what have I done? And then that one normally comes up. I always look at that. I'm like, okay, things are great. And this is what, and most people look at it from the outside looking in. They're like, wow, that's amazing. You have everything you want. You're living, you know, the entrepreneur life, you quit your job. But at the same time, I'm also adding on more. And therefore I don't have enough time for as much time as I'd like for my kid. So, you know, when you're, when you're thinking about that kind of stuff, trying to figure out your why, make sure you're, you're figuring out why and who and how, and who, who, right? That's a good one, dude. Cause you can do it. You can, you can build the perfect life and still be fulfilled every day, but you just need to be conscious of it. You just need to be mm. conscious of like, yes, I do want to get there at the same time throughout the journey. I want to spend 
this kind of this I want to have this type of life with my child or this type of relationship with my wife. Mm. Right. And you build the roadmap with that in, in mind. Right. And you might not Mm. get there as fast as someone else gets there, but this is your life. And these are the things that are important to you. Mm. True. True. No, I'm, I'm in agreement, dude. Uh, I've kind of lived that to be honest. Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I grew up in an entrepreneurial house and I was always at work. Uh, but I mean, to be fair, I was also at work a lot of the time too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I feel like that's one of the main reasons why people get into real estate or real estate investing rather is because then one, it's like a family thing. So like, I don't know, like if people know Marlou, but like if you ever see him posting his videos, it's always like him, his wife or like him and his kids looking for wholesale yeah. deals at the flip, you know, uh, and it's just like a cool way to spend time with your family. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like one of the main reasons why people actually get into this field. Yeah. To have that freedom. Yeah. Marlou's, uh, Marlou's one of those people that I saw instantly because I, I follow everybody. Um, mm. uh, we touched on a bunch of topics, so I just keep touching back to different things we said today. But, you know, your network, I, I, I know everybody in the in, in the Canada space. Like I, 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 mm. I've just I follow everyone to get a good idea because, I mean, it's, it's, it's all about being resourceful and just knowing you know, who's looking for what and who's doing what so that when you have an opportunity or when someone has something that they need, I can just link them up very easily. Marlou is one of those people that came onto the scene and I instantly knew I'm like, that guy's got it. If you can put that much of a grind and dedication into wholesaling with a, with, with a family, I know he's going to do great things. And he is, he's doing like, I keep following him. I think, you know, sometimes I think, ah, like this, it's going to give eventually. Like it's, it's like, um, you know, you don't want it to, but you almost feel like you, you see so many, so many people that are successful out of the gate and then something gives, whether it's like their family or their mm. relationship with their kids, or they just quit the game altogether. Um, or but he's just stayed, yeah, hundred percent. He's just, he's stayed right on it. You know, he should, um, he, what he should do is he should, you should tell him about this clip and then he can clip it and he can use it as content. Well, like Wayne, look at, listen to, listen to what some guy in Edmonton said about me. Yeah, true. I'll, I'll tell him to do that. Yeah, I about like, I, I we've I've never met him, but like I'm so proud of him at the same time because I know how hard it is to do it with a family. Mm. He's got to figure. Yeah, definitely, definitely, dude, dude, we got to wrap her up. We got to wrap her up. It's been an hour. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. We're getting close to that time. Will Will you be my Will you be my guest again in the future? Uh, If you ask, if you ask me nicely. Okay. All right, buddy. Uh, thanks so much for uh, for for chatting with me today and and and, and being the guest co-host. Um, if anybody wants to reach it. out to you, uh, you're a pretty easy guy to find, right? Yeah. You know, As slide into his DMs. His underscore. Yeah, slide into his DMs. Make sure to ask him. Um, you always start your messages by saying, "Can I pick your brain?" And tell him if you want to reply have a specific question in mind don't just offer to take me out for coffee i can buy my own coffee wayne Wayne said i should take you for tacos (laughs) uh you're and you're in the auto you're in the ottawa area right i'm back in ottawa now yes no more winnipeg vibes for you boy yeah okay (laughs) 
<laughs> right on. Okay, thanks again, buddy. And everybody else, thanks we will see you uh, tomorrow morning. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.